The thrill and excitement of March Mania is here, and DraftKings Sportsbook, one of America's top-rated sportsbook apps, is giving new customers a shot to turn 5 bucks into $150 instantly in bonus bets with any college basketball bet. You can find all the lines and available odds, of course, at the DraftKings Sportsbook app. North Carolina listeners, don't forget, DraftKings Sportsbook is now live in your state. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code SBNFL. New customers can bet 5 bucks to get $150 instantly in bonus bonus bets only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code SBNFL. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 8778-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash bball for eligibility, deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. Welcome back to the 750. I am your O, RJ Ochoa. He is your 75, two-time Super Bowl champion, college football Hall of Famer. Maybe he's going to side with the team this free agency period. The one and only Tony Casillas, TC. What up? I'm doing good this morning, RJ. How about yourself, buddy? I'm doing well. Um, are you, in fact, signing with an NFL team this week, Tony? Uh, no. Are you Maybe. sure? I'm signing my... Uh... My March Madness bracket. I think that's what I'll be signing with. I wish I could uh, maybe get like a a week of uh, Aaron Rodgers' salary. That'd be nice. But uh, no, God, I'm just uh, I'm kind of the statute of limitations. I'm I've used that all up. So no, I'm not going to be signing like some of these other guys going to be. So it's going to be interesting to see what happens when a free agency out of the gate start on Wednesday. That's uh, that's you know. Well, I don't know. I mean, it's such a weird way that the NFL operates with the legal tampering period. Like, you know, yeah, you're right. The gates technically open on Wednesday, but like everything's happening. Everybody's agreeing to terms. It is a fun week. Uh, you mentioned, obviously, March Madness. This, this is a fun time of year uh, relative to, to all sports, you know, and the tournament is kind of the, the start of things picking up. Once the tournament ends, then the Masters is here, uh, obviously, and, and then the NBA playoffs, NHL playoffs. So, um, you know, if, if you're missing football, there's a lot of fun stuff uh, coming around the corner. Tony, we do have some some breaking news literally right as um, as as we're starting to record, like literally as I hit the record button, the Dallas Cowboys got a player in free agency. Do you want to take a guess like of all human beings on Earth? You know, no, I haven't seen it, but um, I have no I have the faintest idea. You just just fill me in, man. But give me hit me with that breaking news. Uh, the. Um, it's it's a returnee. It's not a new player that the Cowboys are agreeing to terms with. Uh, Malik Hooker is staying with the Dallas Cowboys. It is a two-year deal uh, worth $8 million. Uh, so Cowboys have uh, you know been working a little bit. No new players. <clears throat> excuse me. Um, no new blood. Uh, just returnees so far. Um, everybody wants to see J. Ron Curse stick around, but Malik Hooker is, uh, isn't going anywhere. Does that make you feel better? Well, I think that when they brought him in last year, I think that they really, I mean, he had some injuries and I think that that's kind of their, you know, the, the mode right now is before officially, unofficially, officially uh, free agency starts, make sure you get the guys and, you know, take care of them before you you try to see how much you have on the salary cap. But I I think that he's a substantial player. I think he gives them the familiarity with, uh, with the franchise 
And if he can continue to give them some consistency, I think that's kind of what they, and, and really ultimately didn't cost them that much money, RJ. So uh, I, I think that, I think that's what you got to do is you got to see which players you want to bring back, which, how much money you want to spend. And I think he kind of fit in those plans. Yeah, I agree. Um, are, are you pleased with what the Cowboys have done overall? Um, you know, on Monday, they, they, you know, agreed to a new deal uh, with Demarcus Lawrence and freed up $13 million in salary cap space. That's kind of the, the, the coolest thing that they've done so far. Um, but, but they haven't been bringing it. You've seen all these big names and big money being thrown around across the league. Do, do you feel like the Cowboys are resting on their laurels? Do you feel like this is what they should or have to be doing? Um, I mean, are, are you upset? Are you satisfied? Like, where are you at on the overall spectrum? Well, I think all the players that I am disappointed, I, I wish they could have found a way to keep Amari Cooper. Um, I think that Amari Cooper is such a tremendous lightning rod for, for any team, but it's certainly what he's done, he did, and now he's going to Cleveland. So I'm a little – I think I, I was disappointed that the – but I think that's – we we talked last week on our, our show that – you asked me, you know, which, you know, the two players that wouldn't be back next week before free agency started. And I said, Demarcus Lawrence, and I said, Amari Cooper. Um, but I, I think Demarcus Lawrence, you get him in a deal where it's, it's a, again, cap friendly. It's $30 million guaranteed for what, three years. That's $10 million a year. Uh, he's a, it, we've seen what he can do when he's healthy and his contribution is, uh, has been proven. So I, I think that's – I think they had to keep him because I think that when you start losing players and you start looking at who you have, you you, you got to circle that one. And I think the Marcus kind of fit in there. He, he took a pay cut, uh, so to speak. Um, but I think it's a win-win for both sides. I don't think the Marcus wanted to leave. And I think that he kind of, with the guaranteed money – uh, I, I think it makes him you know, make anyone sleep at night, but I think he, he kind of gets that. So I, I think it's a win-win for both sides. Yeah. I think, um, you know, you have to be careful and, and you know this, I mean, you've, you've lived the life, but um, you know, I think there's a lot of people who are maybe reading a little, and, and I don't want to take anything away from DeMarcus Lawrence, but reading a little bit too much into it, acting like, like he really went out of his way to, to do a solid for the Cowboys. Um, like you said, it's a win-win. He gets his guaranteed money they get the haircut on, on his cap, you know, figure. And so everybody wins, but um, it wasn't just like an out of the goodness of anybody's heart sort of thing. Nothing. Was, I mean, when, when money's involved, obviously. Especially when it's guaranteed. I think that that's, you know, to me, I think that that was a deal breaker or not. I think that when it, when it came to bringing him back and I think that anytime you have guaranteed money like that, uh, then I think that both the players comfortable and regardless, well, let's say what I mean, it's hypothetically, RJ, what happens in the next year, he sustains a, an injury and then he gets 30 million guaranteed. So I think mm -hmm. that that's, that's some, that's some security. And again, I think that the Marcus, uh, the expectation, maybe the expectation may not be as much, but I think everyone expects him to be, a guy, what is he, 28 years old, something around that range. So he's he's kind of getting to that point wherever he's he this is kind of his not twilight, but this is almost his, I would say, he's in his prime. And I'll probably get another, if they can get a year or two out of him, uh, hopefully three, then I think everyone's happy. The organization's happy and 
certainly the fan, the Cowboy fan nation is going to be happy. Agreed. So I don't want to like come here and just be negative or rain on parades or whatever. I mean, you know, the Cowboys have started to kind of turn this ship around. Um, I, I don't know that, you know, that they're, they flipped it 180. Um, but, but they are turning, you know, when, when you turn a ship, it takes a long time, you know, you gotta, you know, go starboard or whatever and, uh, and start the long process. But I just don't know, Tony, that I feel like running this thing back, you know, in, in an almost identical fashion is enough. Um, you know, like if, if we look at the totality of everything and again, I'm, I'm really not trying to be negative. They didn't really touch their coaching staff, but that's that's done. You know, now we're at the roster acquisition period here. They have said goodbye to Amari Cooper. You already mentioned that. It seems like they're going to say goodbye to Lyle Collins. Seems like that's just a matter of, of when, not if, whether it's it's just outright release or if they somehow get a taker for him. Um, so they've lost two offensive starters there. Uh, we'll see what other free agents they have. But if, if they just bring back, you know, a couple of, of the guys they had last year, the the Malik hookers, even if they do bring back Jaron curse, Brent urban, Carlos Watkins. I mean, like, I don't know that that running it back is, is good enough. I mean, they weren't good enough. And I don't mean to be like, well, it wasn't good enough. Boom. It's not going to be good enough again, but I just don't think that that is enough. I, I think that there are every other team is improving and I don't see how they're improving right now. It certainly looks like they've taken a step back when you, some of the decisions they made and, Really, I think it's. I think everyone's got a bad taste in their mouth. What happened last year? So right. I think there's a lot of people. It's kind of hard to move on past that. But I mean, the new NFL calendar year starts tomorrow, so you know, people have to move on. And I really feel like that. I think what happens around here. It seems like there's so much anticipation, expectation, and the dreams get shattered. Uh, and and I think that when they, the, the, the guys that they have on the team, I think that's, I think that we, we talk about what they need to do in the off season. Certainly the offensive line in the interior part is a big, big issue it was last year. And, you know, now I think the dynamic, and I think something, and, and this is kind of the silver line in RJ, you can look at it this. I think a lot of people may be excited about seeding lamb being the number one guy you you got michael gallup hopefully and and to me i think that everyone was and i think i've read one of your tweets or something right it may have been on on but the expectation and what they gave money to michael gallup for a guy that is is a baller i mean he's got a big heart we, we saw he plays hard right it, it, it's friendly because they had to extend that contract for him so i think you got your one and two and i think i think that there's still some unsettling with this franchise, what they need to do. Um, but I don't really want to like look in it too much because I think that there's not a whole, there's some things you need to tweak and change and philosophies and, you know, different, different areas of personnel, but what they've done so far is not catastrophic. You know what I'm saying? It's not, yeah. it, to me, it's not something we got to have a knee jerk reaction. Like, Oh God, we didn't do this. We do that. I mean, come on, we've been, you know, we, like you said, we've been doing this for four years almost and four and a half years. And it, it seems that this is kind of the the narrative every offseason. So um, I, I'm not going to get too bent out of shape because I think that they have enough people, enough player personnel that I think that they're they're OK. I think that we just need to extend this out because I think that that's been the 
mean, that's been the cowboy narrative in the offseason. They don't they don't make anybody. It's not not that sexy. I agree overall. And and I think they're OK. And so like, I'm not trying to talk out of both sides of my mouth. Um, oh, I understand. Yeah, right. I, it, but it's rightly, rightly so. And, and so they're they're good enough, right, to win the division, right? Like, like we don't doubt that, but especially after Washington traded for Carson Wentz last week, um, you know, which happened after we recorded, which was crazy. Um, but, I mean, I just – I mean, again, I don't know – I mean, I don't want to, like, repeat my point because that's all I can really do is just, like, say the same thing over and over again. And, and you know, that doesn't help anybody. But they're, they're a worse team right now. Yes, they've – you know, they got a new deal with DeMarcus Lawrence. Awesome. They are bringing back, you know, technically Jake McQuaid, the long snapper, long snappers count too. Um, <laughs> you know, they're, they're bringing back Noah Brown. They're bringing back Malik Hooker. So the players they're bringing back, Malik Hooker has a chance to maybe have a little bit more impact next season, but they're rather mm-hmm. inconsequential. No disrespect to Jake McQuaid or to Noah Brown. And so that's what I'm saying. Like in, in terms of net, like the, the net production, they're worse right now, right? When you look at the Packers, are the Packers worse? No. You know, at the, at the very least, they're the same. Are the Bucks worse? No. I mean, I know they, you know, like they, they're still going to be fine. I mean, are the Rams worse? No. And so, like, none of them have made, like, huge, massive additions. But it just, like, the loss of Amari Cooper is a hard one to get over. And you mentioned Michael Gallup. I'm super happy for him. And I've said this on our, our shows already. Very happy for him. Awesome dude. Big heart. Like you said, a great person. He's been on, you know, blogging the boys shows. So he is just a huge, we are all fans of Michael Gallup, but I just feel like that's, you know, like they're, they're banking on threading a needle. You know what I mean? Like they're banking on Gallup returning from the ACL, which is very possible. Like that, that's not something that ruins careers anymore. The way it used to be a long time ago, they're banking on, you know, everything kind of going one way. You know, they're, they're, I don't, I don't want to say they're buying a lottery ticket, but you know, they're, they're like, you ever, you know, with friends, like everybody throws in 50 bucks and you buy a bunch of lottery tickets. They're buying a bunch of lottery tickets, but it's still playing the lottery. You know what I mean? <laughs> and you're trying to understand, you're, you're, you're going to d- decide on the, who wins a big jackpot, how it's going to be divvied up. Yeah. That's like, any- everybody says that, like, okay, well, I'll throw in 50 bucks <laughs> and we'll split it equally, but then somebody wins and it gets a little awkward. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And, and, and here's the thing. I, I and I just want to ask you this. Considering what they've lost so far, Amari Cooper, obviously the, the, the huge piece to this. And what they have and what they – the guys that we mentioned, Malik Hooker and you know, Noah Brown and, and the deep snapper, we don't even want to throw him in. But, I mean, it is what it is, okay? Uh, for what they have and what they've lost, I don't – and I mentioned that and repeat myself too. I don't think it's, it's a huge impact because uh, I'm not trying to down – uh, you know, just under underrate what, uh, or just just really not give credit for my for excuse me, uh, for Mari Cooper losing him, but with what they have and what they're maybe going to do on this roster, I don't think it's that it's a big deal. But I think that they're okay, and I'm not, and that's that's the point I'm trying to make. I'm trying to I'm struggling to make it, but I'm I'm kind of all over the place when it comes to trying to figure out what you know, where this team is right now, considering Amari Cooper, what they get up, you know, it, to me, it was all about getting under the cap. Okay. It's sure. all about trading that side. That's uh, it's a business decision. I mean, that's the thing that this it happens. It, it, it employs a business decision. And, and I look at, you know, the reason why they drafted someone like CD lamb 
is to be the guy. Uh, ultimately, it's to be the number one guy. And then Michael Gallup, again, I think that who knows what's going to happen with his when he comes off his knee injury. But I think now with medical technology and everything, I think he's going to be fine. To make a long story short, to use that phrase, I think that they're okay with what they've lost to this point. Now, we'll figure out what they're going to do in free agency. I know Bobby Wagner, the whole, I, I, you know, what was it, Earl Thomas, when we're talking about Earl Thomas four or five years ago. Do you go out and get a Bobby Rat Wagner? Is that is that going to come to fruition? I mean, is that something that you're going to be happy with that they bring a Bobby Wagner in? It's like, okay, well, that's a that's a big dude. I mean, that's a guy that's played, made the Pro Bowl eight or nine times. He, he's, he's, he knows Dan Quinn. They're boys. So is that enough? And I know that's a lot to be said, but that's kind of where I'm at when I look at this team right now as they move forward to free agency tomorrow. I agree again. And, and like we've, we've said phrases like, um, you know, I'm like you said, I'm struggling to make the point. Um, I said, I don't want to talk out of both sides of my mouth. And that's kind of like, <laughs> but, you know, like because because they've done like some bare minimum things, but they haven't taken in any big swings. Um, and, and granted, neither have the top contenders in the division. Now, one of the conference teams is probably going to get better uh, by way of Deshaun Watson. We'll, we'll see, you know, how that ultimately shakes out. But I mean, it, it makes sense. He's going to end up in the NFC. So you're going to have another team to ultimately contend with, uh, assuming he is the, the similar player to who he was the last time we saw him. Um, so I, I don't know, maybe like we've got some kind of cabin fever, like maybe that's, that's what this is. Like, we're just kind of antsy, you know, we're, we're accepting of what they're doing. It's logical. It makes sense. But it, at the same time, still kind of feels like, you know, it's not enough. Um, I don't know. Like, does, does that make sense that none of it makes sense? I, I think that at this point, I think that we want to, we want to figure out and we want them to make bold decisions and maybe get something that maybe we like, well, wow, I didn't think that that, I mean, that was brilliant. And I think that, I don't think that that's something that's going to happen. And again, I think it's a lingering, it's the hangover of what happened last year. And if you, again, you lose someone like Amara, it's like, wow, that dude's, he was a big part of the turnaround. Remember when they traded for him, the Cowboys went on this win winning streak and now he's gone. And so I don't know. I think that, look, I, I don't think it's all about this skill guys. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I think it's about the little pieces. When I say little pieces and not little piece, it's about, you know, what, you, what are you going to do inside to help this team move forward when it comes to protecting your franchise quarterback? Is Connor Williams, is, uh, is he the answer? You know, Tyler Badash, he struggled last year. I mean, that was a, that was a focal point of what, this team needs to make a decision on which for which way they're going to go. Defense was hey, defense was a, the storyline, man. I mean, look, we I, I think the defense is going to be fine, and now I think that we're pivoting all the way to the offense now, and so I, I, I I'm good with it. I, I think that I'm like you originally. I was I mean, what the hell are they thinking about? And some of the decision, I think sometimes we read into that, but it's not just the Dallas Cowboys, RJ. There's a lot of teams that are look, and, and, and I think everyone's look at the Aaron Rodgers deal. Aaron Rodgers is the number one quarterback in the National Football League. Tom Brady now decided he was going to come back and play again. How about that story? That's ridiculous. But Aaron Rodgers is the best quarterback in the league, and people are like, well, Green Bay paid him. I believe they're guaranteed the first two years of his contract. It's 150, you know, it's, it's, 
it's it's a great deal. And they bring Devontae Ad, Adams back, and they're like looking at that. And I think that that's kind of like that's not that's that's not the norm because of just the personnel. And I think sometimes it's a little it's kind of a little skewed to compare that to other franchises, if that makes sense. Support for this show comes from Sylvan Learning. As a parent, you want your child to have every opportunity, but giving them the tools they need to tackle every challenge, that takes a team. Now more than ever, educational support tailored exactly to what your child needs can make all the difference. That's why parents have trusted Sylvan Learning for 45 years as the ultimate teammate in their child's educational journey, instilling in them a love for learning and a passion for reaching the next level. And Sylvan's Insight Assessment can identify gaps in learning and areas that could be of concern for your child. It's a 360-degree view into your child's learning that you can't find anywhere else and helps ensure that your child didn't miss something in school that might put them at a disadvantage in the future. And right now, it's the best price of the year at $29. Go to sylvan29.com to learn more and get your child's assessment for only $29. That's S-Y-L-V-A-N-29.com. For sure. Uh, a little bit of, this is that time. Again, um, you know, Wednesday is the official beginning of free agency, but with the legal tampering window happening here, um, lots of things happening, like like I said early on. And this just kind of, for anyone listening to this, um later this this will tell you like when tony and i are recording it's about 9 30 in the morning tony um right now uh word breaking uh bobby belt from 105.3 the fan tweeting out that randy gregory is expected to remain in dallas despite uh a hard push from other teams um so randy gregory is returning cowboys got demarcus lawrence to stay granted he was already under contract but got a new deal for him and now give him his friend on the other side of the defense uh, your thoughts on Randy Gregory staying with the Cowboys? I think the best thing that's ever happened to Randy Gregory is the, the players make it make it where you can smoke pot in the NFL. It's the best thing that's ever happened to him. I'm not saying that in a bad way, but and but secondly, I think you're getting a, a, a tremendous playmaker because you don't have to worry about that. And look, I'm not trying to be insensitive to that. It is what it is. Um, but I think that look, you got your your two. Edge rushers back, and Randy Gregory's, and when he is on, and when he's when he's balling, it's, he's hard to stop. And then you throw in you, you got D Law on the other side. So I think that's a great that's a great uh, acquisition, I would say, or a, a great contract free agents to get. I mean, it's he's a free he was a free agent, right? So that's a you know it's a win th- win for the Dallas Cowboys. So I think we got to give him credit for getting that deal done, both D-Law and Randy Gregory, which is huge. You know, um, Randy's obviously had a, a unique path to where he is right now. Uh, and I'm NFL. sorry. I, 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 I just – that just kind of slipped no, off my tongue. No, I mean, it's but – it, but, but it is it, – it, when you look where he's and, – and look, I'm not trying to say what – you know, that there's medical issues that that uh, that – marijuana can provide for someone. And I, I, I really, I'm not trying to be a smart ass. I'm not trying to be insensitive about it, but look, it's, it worked out well for Randy Gregory. Sorry about that. RJ, I mean, interrupt you. No, no worries. I mean, every, everyone who's followed his career knows what he's been through. Um, and you're right. I mean, it, it's actually been so long and, and such 
um, such an up and down situation that, you know, he had the backing and the support of Jerry Jones and the Cowboys organization to the point that the NFL actually, you know, adjusted the way they think and operate. I mean, and so Randy Gregory in that sense, um, you know, I mean, is I mean, I'm not going to say a trailblazer, but, you know, there is is something to his career and, and what it has kind of opened the door for as far as other possibilities and other potentials uh, with other players. But um, it is a $13 million per year deal. This is the first real big deal that Randy Gregory has gotten um, in the NFL. Um, again, obviously, he was drafted in the second round. Now, seven years ago, uh, it was just he was drafted one year after Demarcus Lawrence. Um, people kind of it doesn't feel that way because, like, no. like, like we've kind of mentioned, he hasn't played a lot. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, he hasn't been on the field a whole lot just because of what I just mentioned. Uh, yeah, it's it's amazing. But look, I think thirteen million dollars a year. Yeah, I'm happy for the guy. I mean, he's come a long way, and financially, he's come even a longer way. So now it's just all about, hey, you get that done. You go out there and you do what you need to do. You, you become your professional. You handle yourself. And again, I think it's a it's a great contract for him and a great contract. It's user friendly for for Dallas. You know, um, the deal is um, I don't know if I already said this. This is, you know, again, this is kind of a mess for anyone listening, because you know that, that's what happens when you record during this week when when things are happening left and right. Uh, so I don't even know if I said this out loud, Tony. Uh, I am I am drinking coffee for what it's worth. Uh, but so uh, NFL Network's Ian Rappaport reported that Randy's deal is expected to be around $13 million per year. I did say that because uh, of, yes, of the money. Um, yeah. b- but uh, as Bob Sturm points out, who who you know well, everybody knows well, mm-hmm. um, th- the Cowboys saved $13 million on their cap this season by way of Demarcus Lawrence's new deal on Monday. So, I mean, people love to say that, that guys and dudes and people are selfish, but you know, and and like we said, I'm I'm not trying to you know say Demarcus Lawrence is a, a total hero here because uh, he did get his guaranteed money, but by by the adjustment and the the move that Demarcus Lawrence helped the Cowboys facilitate, literally that 13 million dollars goes to his teammate Randy Gregory on the other side of the defensive line. Well, I, I'll put it this way: I don't. I think Demarcus Lawrence. I, I don't. I I think that he may have given him a little discount because I ultimately, I don't think that on the open market, I don't know how much money he would, he would, would get. But again, the 30 million is basically 15 million. You, you, you do the numbers on it and you know, that's a lot of money. So it's, it's front loaded three years and look, that's, you know, three years is not very long. So I, I think that again, I, th- I think De- De- DeMarcus Lawrence somewhat tech maybe gave him a little hometown discount, but Ultimately, it's a win-win situation. I want to come back to Randy, but I do want to ask you a question like along those lines, because you've lived it. Pe- people think this like like football fans think this like I think this like, you know, is it if, if, when you're in the moment, do you really think like I will I would take less to play for one team, whether that's the Cowboys or whoever than any other team? Because like it sounds like it makes sense to, to again to fans because, you, you know, some people like somebody would say, oh, I'll take less to play for. I don't know, the Rams or the Bucks or, you know, like to have a chance at winning a Super Bowl or, you know, as opposed to taking the most money I can get from like the Jets because they suck. Like, like, I guess it depends on what matters most to you. But like, was that ever like a a factor in your considerations? Well, I just remember when I was a free agent, uh, I signed a couple of contracts. I mean, the first one was with Kansas City and I ended up not playing there because I had a medical Mm -hmm. uh, question. Uh, And then I ended up signing with the, he mentioned the Jets. I don't think that you look at 
you may want to you may want to stay. And I think I, I think to the point now in modern day football, and especially when we played back in the Super Bowl days, I mean, it was a great place to, to, to be a Dallas Cowboy. You're very marketable. There's a lot of things going on. There's a, something, a, things you could parlay in. Really, it's it great for identity. And you fast forward it now to be associated with the brand and haven't won. We don't have to beat a dead horse. We know how that goes. But I, I think that you're able to get a lot of different things that you may not get, as you mentioned, in New York. I mean, New York's a huge media market. But the point is, is that, you know, you become your identity and whatever you do. I, I think it's just a different way players do business these days. And sure. I think I think that that's... Uh, I think that the the money you you got it. You only have so many chances to get the money, but I just wasn't I read something uh, was was it Demarcus Lawrence has been his seven years he's played has been guaranteed money or something uh, ridiculous at the end of this new deal he'll have played, this, yeah yeah that's he played what one two years. One year under the franchise tag was at two years. It was one. They did tag him a second time, but they okay. got the deal done. But okay. you're, you're okay. right. It started with the tag. Um, the but first seven time. years. You also got to look into that. Seven years as a player. And again, I'll go back to the old days. There was we didn't have all that guaranteed money. You had your signing bonus guaranteed. Now you get seventy five. You know, 80 percent of your contract guaranteed. That was unheard of back then, RJ. So then you take, as you mentioned. He's going to have seven years of that contract guaranteed if it, if it, if he, if he, if that's fulfilled and that's a lot of money. So I, I don't look I, DeMarcus Lawrence is fine. If you look at it that way, I don't, I think he, and I'm with you. He didn't, he didn't do <laughs> originally. He wasn't going to take a cut and pay, but then he started looking at it. It's like, well, Hey, look, I have seven years of contract guaranteed. That's a lot of money. Um, I just, I, it's a, that's very interesting perspective. Thank you for sharing that. Just because, you know, again, like, I, I mean, I would imagine, you know, like you, you happen to have an interest in doing things like this, like in your post playing career. Not, not everybody has that. And so maybe that's, that, that's a different factor, but like, you know, I don't know. working with you every week, RJ. And that's something <laughs> yeah, that like, I've always wanted to fulfill before I become real. No, I'm just kidding. Right. I love working with you, RJ, but yeah. No, right. but like, I mean, there's other things you can do in your second right. life. And, and you're right, like in today's day and age, um, like when obviously when you're in the NFL, the Cowboys provided a stage that nobody really provided. Mm -hmm. And that that's a little bit different now. Um, you know what? What with the way, you know, the world works and social media and media in general. But uh, but OK, back to Randy Gregory. Uh, Adam Schefter has has uh, some more clarity on numbers. Um, it is a five year, 70 million dollar deal that includes 28 million dollars guaranteed. It's about 14 million dollars per year. Again, mm -hmm. shout out to Demarcus Lawrence for making this possible. Um, I mentioned him at the very beginning, but I think this is I mean, it, it, it's biggest for Randy Gregory. Don't get me wrong. But what has happened is, is all of this is great for Micah Parsons, I think, keeping DeMarcus, because there was a real chance that the Cowboys were going to lose, you know, they were going to move on from DeMarcus and then lose Randy Gregory. But so keeping DeMarcus Lawrence and retaining Randy Gregory allows you to use Micah Parsons however you want. And that's the most important thing to happen to the Cowboys this offseason. Like offense, defense, special teams, whatever, the most important mission was to make sure that Micah Parsons could be the queen on the board that he loves to be. I think it's an excellent point because I think that you got to solidify that because then you have to face, well, what are we going to do? Who are we going to count on to you know, be our other defensive men? And 
we got to use Micah as much as we can and really do lend his hand on the his hand on the ground every time and when he's rushing because we've seen his versatility when he's all over the place. I mean, the dude is manic. He can do a lot of different things. And and, and so now it's all about, well, what are we going to do? What, what are we going to address? Which side of the ball are we going to address next? Do we need to look at consider Bobby Wagner? Do we, you know, what do we need to do offensively to, to go and find, you know, help someone in the, in the free agency, maybe on that offensive line. And now they give some, what, how much money does that give them under the cap now, RJ? Uh, well, so I'm, I'm over the cap has not updated things yet to, uh, to okay. reflect Randy's deal, yeah. but, but, uh, the Cowboys, uh, one second here began Tuesday morning with um, $28 million in salary cap space. That reflected DeMarcus Lawrence's money that he yeah. created. Uh, yeah. So factoring – so, again, the, the t- I mean, Tank created about $13, $14 million. Right. And so Randy takes that. So you've kind of whittled that down in mm-hmm. half. You also have the $4 million that Malik Hooker, I think, is going to cost this year. So mm-hmm. you're looking at about 10 to – 14 13 ish million dollars in in a, a estimated salary cap space approximate salary cap space um as as far as the time you and i are recording again it's possible just for whoever's listening that more news has happened since tony and i recorded but it's 9 45 in the morning that's where we're at well yeah well i think that that's when you you look at it's amazing how it's changed in the last three weeks so when all this is you know this starts to uh rib up, you know, to this point of free agency. But, uh, you know, I think, again, I think it's, it's a great starting point. I, and I thought, again, your, your point of Micah Parsons getting some guys out there to, to be able to utilize his, his, you know, his strengths and not really wanting to count on, you know, injuries happen. Uh, that's another thing. Guys got to stay healthy, but going into it, you know, that, look, we can, this is what we can plan on. So again, I think it's, I think it's a win-win situation for, you know, Randy Gregory and the Dallas Cowboys to be able to, you know, solidify him and, and uh, God bless him. I, I mentioned Aaron Rodgers. I, I would just like some of uh, Randy Gregory's money. That'd be, Hey, I'll take the interest. It's um, you know, and, and he does go to show um, what, what an NFL career can look like, you know, absolutely. And, and, and that, what a like, story. Exactly. Like you, you know, we'll see, you know, in, in a month, you know, a month and a half players will be drafted and everybody will wonder like what careers will look like. People are already saying certain players of us and whatnot, like your career can totally change, um, you know, over time, Randy Gregory's career at one point, you know, looked, looked over, looked lost, looked impossible. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and the Cowboys did always have his back. Um, okay. So all told, uh, Tony, as we kind of tie a both here, um, and we will have a live roundtable on the Blog of the Boys YouTube channel um, later on on Tuesday evening. We'll also have a live show on Wednesday as the free agency officially begins. But uh, the Cowboys have brought back the long snapper, Jake McQuaid. I know that pumps you up. Uh, they've brought back Noah Brown. They have retained Demarcus Lawrence on a new deal. Uh, they have brought back Malik Hooker. And they have brought back Randy Gregory uh, as far as what they've done by, by this point. Um, give us a grade. A, B, C, you know, where, where you at? Well, I'm going to, I'm going to give them, I'm going to give them a B because I, I, I think Amar Cooper, uh, and we're, we're going to have to, uh, that story is, is going to have to be told. Well, the story will be told uh, next fall when the Cowboys tee it up. Um, but I'll give them a B. I think that they've kind of, 
rebounded, I would say. I, I, I think that a lot of people, I including myself, thought that the more Marcus Lawrence would be gone, along with Amari Cooper, wasn't for sure about Randy Gregory, but they were able to get both those two guys done. And Malik Hooker, I think he's, again, he had some injuries in, in, in last year before the season started. But uh, but I think that really the reason why to get, that brought them from a C-plus to B was signing a D-snapper. So that's why I gave him a B. How about yourself, RJ? I like B right now. I might go B minus. Um, okay. we, we've seen the Cowboys use the, you know, use free agency as a means to, um, you know, protect themselves in the draft so that they don't have any glaring need. They do not need to draft an edge rusher now. That was one line of thought that they, you know, one place they could have gone at 24. What um, now that they've, they've brought Randy and, and tank back. Um, I mean, there's still a huge question at wide receiver. I mean, I, again, I love Michael Gallup, but you're you're banking on a lot, assuming he can come back from the torn ACL and be 100%. You're banking on a lot, assuming C.D. Lamb is totally ready. And so we'll see what they do. You know what? They're they're probably going to sign a free agent at, at, at some point. I mean, they already they also lost Cedric Wilson. We didn't even say that. Um, he's, he's headed to the Miami Dolphins. So they'll probably sign somebody. Maybe that is the pick at 24, again, depending on how the draft shakes out. But if if they stick that landing, if they if they somehow you know if there is a a, a, a follow up to this wide receiver path uh, that they sort of repl- you know it's hard to replace Mark Cooper but replace Mark Cooper with effectively I'll, I'm willing to upgrade the grade here uh, but right now B minus and because the other thing they're they're about to be worse along the offensive line I know everybody hates on Connor Williams but he's going to leave in free agency. And they're probably going to cut Lyle Collins. So you're down two starters on your offensive line. The defense is awesome, and, and there will be some natural regression, but you've, you've protected yourself on defense. You get an A-plus on that side of the ball right now, but your offense, which was really shaky over the second half of the season, you have more questions than you already did. So that is what is still concerning them. You know, here's the thing about Lyle Collins real quick, is that that's a pure example of a guy having a good year and the Cowboys and this – uh, maybe overanalyzed or just uh, over giddy about getting him signed to an extension. He got paid and I, I don't know what happened. That mysterious injury. We didn't see him for, was it two years ago? Uh, just really didn't do him bode well for him. And that, to double down on that, or to, the, the second point of this is that they give him permission to seek a trade. There's, I don't think there's anyone knocking down his doors, especially with what they have to pay him. So, uh, and look, I don't know what happened to Lyle Collins. Maybe Lyle Collins could play inside. I don't know, but certainly he looks really, really just foreign out there at right tackle. So that's another thing. We'll see what happens there. I'd be interested to see that. For sure. Um, okay. Well, offense under construction, defense, you know, feels all right. So um, we'll see. We'll see what happens next. Uh, Tony, thank you uh, for hanging out. Everybody, thank you for hanging out. Um, and uh, Well, I forgot to ask you this real quick. How about the the, the uh, Players' Championship? Was that amazing or what? I got to be honest. Um, I mean, I know it's not a major, but it's obviously it's the biggest non-major tournament. So it's a, it's a big tournament. It's probably the least I've been into. Um, again, not a major, but uh, I, probably the least I've been into a, a big golf tournament in some time. Like the delays really kind of threw me off. And then... You know, again, it happened over the everything happening over the weekend, uh, you know, Amari getting traded like I was busy with all that stuff. Like 
you know, so I was, I was dialed in, but I, I was, you know, when, when any other major happens, I've got like every TV in the house, like locked in and stuff. So I was a little, you know, out of touch with this tournament, uh, but I'm very happy for Cam Smith. He's a cool dude. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the, the, uh, <laughs> the haircut and just seems to me, just anybody that has that type of haircut and, and can play that much golf, a lot of respect, but the only thing that I liked about it on 17, uh, the day the wind was blowing, just crazy. And watching those guys struggle. Yeah. And I don't know how many balls were hitting the water. To me, I think that that was pretty good drama there. So I, I, I that really kind of intrigued me to watch it more, especially that day. I'm like, hey, I relate to that. I probably hit 10 balls in the water in that hole. For sure. Uh, yeah. 17 at TPC Sawgrass will, um, will eat you alive. Um, all right, everybody. Uh, we'll see you all next Tuesday. Um, after that, a lot of brackets will already be busted, uh, but not Tony's. <laughs> Tony's is going to be perfect. Um, so uh, thanks for hanging out, everybody. We'll see you next week. This was the 750.